Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Hello, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. Today is, uh, let me think, uh, first week first, of April. First full week of April, yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. first full week of April. That means we're about, what, two weeks? We're one week away from income tax day. Why would why would you sour my mood like that? Because why should I carry this burden by myself? I'd rather you just not carry it at all. Well, that would be my choice, too. But unfortunately, the Democrats are in charge right now. Mm. Well, even when they're not in charge, I still have to pay taxes. I know, but it just sounds like a good pithy step in or something well you know? it's it, it i guess it kind of goes along with what we typically uh rant and rave about yeah um is there anything to rant and rave about today the senate uh voted on what's her face last week for the uh supreme court justice was it yeah Katanji, whatever, yeah yeah, yeah beginning of this week yeah they did did they yeah. did, I, I assume it passed i didn't i didn't look at it either um carolina um, blew the largest uh, lead in NCAA history. Yeah, which, that was that. Yeah, that was um, pretty um, noteworthy. I, 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 uh, because I'm a Wolfpack man, I slept through that game, didn't watch it, so I didn't know until the next day. Uh, as a Demon Deacon man myself, I also yeah. slept through the game, didn't watch any of it. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm amazed, and we'll get to business. I'm amazed by, uh, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a Wolfpack man. I graduated from North Carolina State, so I'm not. And, a, and you're a serious, you're a pretty yeah, serious, serious man. I'm not a Tar Heel fan by any stretch of the imagination. But people crowing because <laughs> they lost a basketball game. I mean, that's a little bit because uh, I, I wanted to, even Wolfpackers. I wanted to say, hey, at least they were in the game. Our team wasn't. So when you go eleven and whatever for the season like we did, you don't you don't have you don't really have a whole lot of room well, to I mean, talk. I mean, any, we at least only, made it to the, the NIT. Only, the only people that should have been able to talk smack about the loss were Kansas, Kansas fans. fans. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I, and there's no one that dislikes Carolina worse than I do. Okay, but these are twenty year old kids on a basketball court. Now, true, they'll be gazillionaires one day, but. You know, it, 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 to me, it's the height of sour grapes. Oh, they lost. Like you're, 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 well, bera- but, but your team wasn't there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're berating these 18, 19, 20 year olds for, for losing a, a game. That's, I mean, and they lost, and they lost, and I despise them, but they're still the number two team in the nation. Well, I guess according to the NCAA, okay. they are. So unless you're Kansas, you really don't have much room to talk about yeah. uh, how shallow we have become. Yeah, you know it's funny. I was. I, I, I'm also. I'm not a Carolina lover. Um, and when I'm they, not even a Carolina liker. No, I mean, I'm not not even remote, remotely. I, I I take great delight when they lose. But um, when they when they lost the when they when they beat Duke, I was I was fear. I was like, I can't believe that. And then I thought, why am I so mad about this? This it's a it said okay. Number one, Duke's not my team anyway, so why do I care? Number two, this is a basketball game, and this has no impact on my life whatsoever. And so I had a moment of. Oh, I can't believe that! And then, I wonder what I have for wonder what I have for lunch tomorrow. Well, I mean, it's it was like, like I, uh, you know, somebody said, uh, "Did you watch the game?" And I said, "No." And they said, "Why not?" And I said, "I didn't have a team that why was in the I? game. I didn't care. I mean, I didn't. I don't have the. Um, I didn't have the energy to waste on disliking somebody because uh, yeah, be, but, I, I don't know. Anyway, my name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden. Our phone number is 
2527466785 again that's 2527466785 you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com again www.thejourneysgroup.com our website has a variety of financial articles on it it has um profiles and bios of ourselves and our team um, which are, are in the process of being updated because my bio still lists you as 15. <laughs> and I think I think we're actually uh, about two to three weeks from the new website being launched, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, has our schedule, our contact information. If you want to get an appointment with us, that's the way to do it. It uh, has links to Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and whatever it is we YouTube. do. YouTube. YouTube, yeah. yeah, YouTube. New YouTube video up uh, yep. a couple new, week, uh, about uh, a week or so ago. Yep. No, it was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was right at the end of March, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our, yeah, our monthly April video is up. Yes, that uh, we, we do a monthly newsletter uh, that was posted yesterday on Facebook. Uh, and uh, so uh, that monthly newsletter, by the way, is usually less than three minutes. So if you need to ease into a relationship with us, that's what. Do well, it. well, it's it's usually just it's us talking about uh, whatever we have going on that month, events, uh, news about the website, the podcast, yeah. whatever. Uh, and we, you know, we we make it lighthearted. It is truly just us chatting. So yeah. you know. Uh, and last but not least, has our radio show, Taking Care of Business Archive, which will soon be in podcast format. We're about a week out uh, in the very near future. Our Kenzie, our marketing guru, uh, has got all the bugs straightened out just about. And so soon you will be able to hear us Taking Care of Business as a podcast on Apple or Spotify, whatever platform that you use. Yeah, I think there's like 17 different platforms. I didn't even know there were that many. But yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it's exciting. We're and, we're and currently we have three likes, which would be myself, George, four, myself, George, my wife, his mama, and my mama. <laughs> so let's Five, move. Kenzie. Uh, did Kenzie like it? Probably. Yeah, excellent. Did, did, didn't we pay her to do that? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> so, but, all right, the next event coming up for us, uh, April 23rd, which is the Saturday after Easter, we are having a, our spring fling. And uh, this year, our spring fling involves George and I cooking hot dogs and hamburgers on a grill for people that show up. We're having an adult Easter egg hunt and a children Easter egg hunt. And yes, the prizes in those will be vastly different. <laughs> if you are uh, an adult, Coming for the adult Easter egg hunt, I would suggest you wear fairly thick skin. <laughs> um, then, see, we have an axe throwing booth, yep. so you can throw axes that day. Um, and we'll have a variety of political figures if you'd like to throw an axe at them. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's going to be a good time. It's uh, April 23rd from 11 to 2. If you are planning to attend, uh, either let us know via Facebook on our website or call the office and talk to Kenzie and let her know who's coming. How many are coming? How many kids in the Easter egg hunt? That kind of thing. Really, it's just going to be a fun day. A couple of three hours. We're going to have a good time. Yep. It is uh, behind the field at Aquaventure, which is in Winterville. Yep. I think I've covered everything. Have I missed anything? Uh, I don't think so. I think we have uh, satisfied our marketing mm-hmm. gurus. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about retirement. One of the I've been in practice 38 years, and one of the most uh, complex questions that people have, which really is extremely simple, is mm-hmm. – how much do I need to retire? And it's really not that complicated. Um, basically, we will ask people, if you were going to retire today, what income would you want? Now, when we ask that question, that sets off a storm of, of uh, commentary by a client that goes, well, 
I guess I'd want what I make today, but then the house is going to be paid for, so maybe I wouldn't need as much. And so we kind of let them go through that process for seven or eight minutes. We we usually get one of two answers. We usually get either I don't know because nobody's ever, and and that usually sparks the commentary of where they're kind of running through all their expenses, and then or as much as I can. Yeah. Um. And, 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 and let me tell you, professionally speaking, as much as I can is a very annoying. Uh, yeah, because we because that that is so, I can't and, I can't do the math on as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. And so we just you know like like you were saying we kind of let them run through the um kind of voice everything that that's going on in their head, and then they usually come to. Based on what they're telling us, we can generally get a feel for what that amount is. And so we kind of it's it's almost like a haggle. We throw out a number and they they come back and uh, particularly if the spouse is there, they go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what we're looking for is for us to tell you how much and I'm air quoting you need to retire. We don't know how much income you want. So let, let's just take an average case. A 50 year old couple. They're both 50. Their combined incomes 135. 140 and so they go all right you know what we'd like to have the same income when we retire we do now which is pretty normal yeah, i mean not, not too out of um and so our next question is when are you going to retire and they usually go either i'm working till i'm 65 although we're seeing less and less than mm-hmm. that but let's assume this couple says we're going to retire at 60 our third question is are both of you going to retire at 60 time. yep um, now we're going to take a simple scenario here where they're the same age. It's a little bit more complicated when you've got uh, an age a, difference, a, particularly if it's a wide disparity in age. But yeah. let's say they're both 50. They're both going to retire at 60 and they both want $140,000 of income in retirement. All right. Step one, we're going to take 140,000 and inflate it and we're going to inflate it. Now, lately, inflation is 7 or 8%. We tend to use 2% because on an average, Historically, that's about right. yeah. And I think that's – we've talked about this before. That is one of the um, the biggest downfalls, I think, of of an average retirement plan is that whoever puts it together doesn't factor in inflation. And with somebody that's 50, uh, inflation is going to hit big time because of their lifespan. You yeah, know, not, be, not when they retire at 60, but when they're 75. 70, yeah, I mean, yeah, because we're looking at, you know, somebody that's 50 got an average life expectancy of 35 years, 30, between 30 and 35 years. So 2% for 35 years is going to, that, that adds up quick. Yeah, I mean, you th- and this is an extreme difference, but think about two years ago when gas was $1.79, today it's $4. Yeah, so if you had the same income two years ago that you did now, you might be a little bit strapped for for cash. Now multiply that by thirty five years, and you've got you've got you potentially got a problem if you don't factor it in. Okay, so let's say one forty becomes, and I'm just making numbers up, becomes one fifty at age sixty. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Here's our next question: What assets do you have in place? Do you have a four hundred one k? Do you have a pension? Seeing less and less of those these days. Yeah. But yeah. Um, do you have? Tell me about the assets that you have, not necessarily retirement, but any assets. Yeah, t- tell me, tell we've we've got to know what you have, so that we can start doing our ciphering and gazintas. Yeah, but you think about this: suppose you own a beach cottage, and you rent it out. That's income. All right, I need to know that because yeah. that's going to be part of your retirement income. It's not going to go away when you now, unless. You're going to move to the beach when you retire, and then we then we have to discount that. We out, have to know, you know? that. Yeah, um, are there? This is kind of a hard to answer question sometimes. But do you expect inheritance? Is there anything else that we're going to, we're going to be able to work with? Now, let's suppose with this couple, fifty years old, 
that he's got a 401k that's got $350,000 in it, and he's putting in 6% of his salary, and his company's matching 3%. Which is, that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty normal. Yeah. yeah. All right. And let's say we know his salary's about 100000 so he's putting in $6,000 a year. The company's putting in three, putting so nine grand a year. Yep. So we know that between now and from 50 to 60, his 401k is going to have roughly $9,000 a year deposited into it. Six from him, three from his from his employer. So when he retires, he's going to have at least. Mm-mm, not necessarily. Market could go down. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we know that as a rule in the next 10 years, he's going to be putting in $9,000 a year. And George is right. In theory, in theory it should yeah. grow by $90,000. Now, that's assuming the market doesn't crash and burn or yeah. whatever. Um, so if he's at three fifty, we basically take uh, 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 math. <laughs> hate to make an answer in that math. And we take three fifty with a $9,000 contribution every year. Actually, we do it on a monthly basis. But anyway, uh, with the 6% growth. And let's assume that at age um, – uh, sixty. That three fifty is now four ninety. Yeah, let's let's be negative because yeah. the, the the rule of thumb is that an investment should double roughly every nine to ten years. But let's be let's be negative. Let's assume that um, what he puts in is uh, and, and and the market grows just a little bit. Well, let's say half a million because that's easy math yeah. for me. All right, half a million. So we've got a half a million dollars when he's sixty years old if things play out like they should. Mm-hmm. Now, let's take his his uh, his uh, spouse. I'm just going to say it. His wife. I know, but I'm funny about that. That is not woke. Well, I'm not woke about things like that. (laughs) I'm sorry. The Lord made two sexes, and he determined which sex you were, and that's, Mm. as far as I'm concerned, when he makes a call, that's the way it is. That's a bold claim. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Don't get me started on that. All right. Let's take the same, let's take the wife. She's got a quarter of a million, same kind of math. So at the end, at age 60, she's got. Four hundred thousand in four hundred one k. All right. So together at sixty, we have nine hundred thousand dollars. All right. Nine hundred thousand dollars will kick out approximately fifty four thousand dollars. Forty five thousand. Thank you, George's monkey sense is really good. Nine hundred thousand dollars will kick out approximately forty five thousand dollars a year in income without touching principal. Now, where'd you get that math? We basically use a five percent rule. Now there are people, uh, and now if you look at the the books and the rules and the laws and all that kind of stuff, they say two and a half or three cent, three percent. I've been using five percent for thirty eight years I, and, I, I, and it ain't never not worked. I, I was gonna say in in the classes I'm in right now, the the people the other people I'm working with are all using a three percent, three or four percent, and I thought that and I've always wondered where that standard came from and why we use five, but I guess yeah. if five works, five works. Yeah. Um so on uh you know, in retrospect it looks like, well, they're going to have about $45,000 a year of income at age 60. They want one hundred and fifty, so they can't retire at 60. Yeah, we're $100,000 a year short. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of two things, one of three things can happen at this point. Number one, and this is typically what happens, there are some other assets we haven't factored in. Let's assume they, they have rental property, and that rental property brings in $3,000 a month. All right, so now the $45,000 of income, uh, investment income. 81. Plus the $36,000 of rental property. So now they're what, at 80, 81. 81. All right, getting a little closer. Um, but let's assume that's all they have. Does that mean they can't retire at 65? Not necessarily, because the next step is to go, at 62, what is your Social Security going to be? 
Now, let's assume, and I'm going to make this very easy. There's a thousand ways to do Social Security. But let's assume at 62, they're each going to get uh, $2,500 in Social Security. So 62, that's another $60,000 a year. All right, now we're in the ballpark. Yeah, we're, I mean, you're with 141000 Yeah, now yeah. we're in the ballpark. So the question is, does the client work until 62 instead of age 60? Or does he tap into principle between 60 and 62? And oftentimes, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we, we always talk about, okay, this is what we can get without touching principle. But financial planning and retirement is not is not black and white. It's, it's I mean, it's never black and white. That's it's not a hard and fast rule, you know, that, oh, we never want to touch principle, because if we're looking at two to three years from a planner perspective, we're OK with invading the principle for a couple of years knowing that well, we can make it back up exactly as long as we knowing that in that after that two to three years something else is going to come into play to kind of replace that yeah, that principle we, we've made this case very simple usually there's five or six different economic factors involved but the point i'm trying to make <clears throat> i want you to understand that uh when you're doing retirement planning it involves uh, speculation obviously and you know some some, some assumptions yeah but it involves hardcore math and so if you've got someone telling you um, you need a million dollars to retire at 65, then I would say, why? Why? Where'd you get that number? Yeah, I mean, tell me. Tell me and, and they may be right. I'm not saying it's not. But but because there's, in today's environment, you've got so many moving parts. And let's, let's take that couple we're working with. And let's say that, you know what? Um, we've been talking and, and, and uh, what we'd like to do is because everything's paid for when we, when we hit retirement. So we probably don't need 150. We could probably get by with 110 or 120. All right, mathematically, that tells me that from 60 to 62, we can invade principal to that small amount. Mm-hmm. And then at 65, uh, 62, kick on Social Security and drop drop my call for taking the investment. Now, there's one flaw in what I just said. And that is, under this scenario, the numbers are so tight that it doesn't give us a lot of room for inflation. Because mm-hmm. remember, as, they, as the longer you live, the more income we want to be able to kick out because prices cost more. So the point I'm trying to make is this is what we do with every retirement client we have. We get a, a plethora of information about them. Um, and then we, we look at their the retirement timeline as uh, we break it down typically in five-year segments. Okay, 60 to 65, your income is coming from this. 66 to 70, your income is coming from this. 70 to 75 is coming from this. And we try to have three or four different buckets of money, three or four different investments that are not uh, tied to each other in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And we try to <clears throat> withdraw from about half of those at a time and let the other half build up. Yeah, so we might have investment A, B, and C. And at any one time, we might have investment A and B kicking out income, but C is not. Yeah. And so after a while, we cut A off, cut C on. And and so we're it, it's like chess. We're constantly uh, balancing what we're drawing off of so that we can, uh, number one, uh, manage taxes. That's, that's, that's part of it as well. Um, and number two, make sure that we're not, drawing down one asset too much it's it's a um it, i mean it's it's like chess it's it's very strategic mm-hmm. now so you think about this if let's say this client hires us at age 50 for the next 30 years uh we're going to do everything from ease him out of the market make him more conservative or her more conservative because as they get older we don't want to lose money 
we're going to make sure that they are taking the Social Security. There are literally 360 ways to take Social Security, and we're going to make sure that they and their spouse are taking it in the most financially it's optimal the most way possible. Way. Yep. yep. Um, we're going to set up the portfolios that are going to kick out the retirement income. We're going to factor in things like, hey, at 72, you have to start taking this out because you're past the age of required RMB, distribution. Yep. We're going to factor in things like, um, probably going to sell and move to a smaller house. We're going to factor in things like at the death of my parents. This is probably what we're going to get. And so it's it's a very fluid moving map. What I want to emphasize here is that <clears throat> when you're working with someone, if they do a retirement plan for you in two meetings, it's not a very good plan because this this it's not so much that it's complicated. It's just it has a lot of moving parts, and these moving parts have to complement each other. They can't, um, you know, they can't uh, buck each other, so to speak. Yeah, they they that, and that, because that's one of the reasons that you know when when we work with somebody. Um, Let's take this couple that, that's age 50, um, and, and let's assume that they've also got uh, some cash in the bank that, that uh, they've got too much cash in the bank and they want to invest something, or they have a non-retirement account. Um, okay. One of the things that we ask you know, in that kind of situation is when we meet, we want to see a copy of your 401k statement every time we get together. And people often say, well, well, well I, I can't touch my 401k yet. Why do you need to see it? We always tell people we want to make sure that what you're in, what you're doing with your 401k is complemented by what we're doing with your investments with us. We never like one of the examples we give is let's say that um, your 401k investments have just really really fantastic offerings for uh, international funds. Okay, we want to make sure that the funds that you have outside of your 401k with us have maybe some less international exposure because we we want to make sure that they're dovetailing and complementing each other, not doubling down on the same thing because at the end of the day um we're 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 baking a cake here and so we and we have to make sure all of the pieces go together to bake the cake uh we we ask a lot of pretty invasive questions about this stuff but and we we often tell because some people are nervous about mm, I don't I don't want to give you this part of my money and we say that that's fine we're not trying to pressure you to do that but we need to know what that is so that we can make our so that we can make the best recommendation um and sometimes that that kind of turn that kind of brings up some walls for people, but it's, it's just so we can make the best recommendation because there are so many moving parts. We need to see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. When we, <clears throat> when we're designing something like this, it's all in writing. You take it home with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a copy of it. So if down the road, if things change, we've got this to refer back to. We've, 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 we've got a roadmap to refer back to. We've got a kind of a timeline to look at, but I just think it's so important when you're working with a financial individual that they have plans for you, that they put them in writing, that um, they're not uh, – it's too easy to be smoke and mirrors when you just have verbal uh, plans, so to speak. And I, th- <clears throat> and I think one of the most important things about it being in writing is it helps keep it helps keep you as the client grounded um, mm-hmm. because th- there's there's often times where – in a situation like this year, we've had a lot of people that, that are, are nervous about the market. Uh, with good reason. I'm, I'm certainly not discounting those fears. But because we have that plan in writing, when they come in freaked out, we can show them the plan and say, okay, here's where we've accounted for that. And, and it, and it kind of helps bring them back from the edge of the cliff, so to speak. And it, it really helps to ground you and kind of uh, remind you, okay, 
remember the plan. This is what we have. This is where we started. We've accounted for this. This is how, this is how it's all going to play out. And, and when most people see that, because they, you know, people tend to get stuck in the forest, whereas we, the planners can see the whole forest, not just the trees. Um, and so it kind of helps to to ground you and remind you, okay, this is the plan we have set. This is why we did these investments. I'm going to be okay. To me, it's a uh, it's a huge sense of comfort for the client to be able to refer back to it. If this is of interest to you, if you want to hear more about this, if you are curious about what a financial plan looks like, <laughs> a retirement plan looks like, give us a call at 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. Uh, or find us on the web, www.thejourneysgroup.com. Now, there is no fee charge for this. You will pay a fee only if you become a client of ours. So if we do a full-scale financial plan and you elect not to uh, join us, then hadn't cost you anything except your time. Mm-hmm. And people often ask us, how can you do that? And the simple reason is because about 95% of the time, if we do a full scale plan, they end up being clients of ours. But if not, no harm, no foul. All you've done is, is you've Waste, wasted, you wasted, some wasted of your a time. couple of hours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But really it's so important that you do this. It's so important that you get something in paper, on paper, in writing that shows you I'm, I'm 62. All right. I've got, the next 30 years of income lined out. Um, if I'm not here, what my wife will be getting. And, and so I don't have to worry about, uh, if, you know, we, if we're going to buy a vacation home, um, I don't have to go, well, is that going to mess up my retirement? I mean, you already I can, factored that yeah, in. I can look and see. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, but please don't take a, uh, la, a, a laissez-faire attitude, <laughs> laissez-faire attitude from your financial person, make he or she work, design the programs for you uh, and get it done like it should be done. And, and work with a planner. We yeah. talk about that oh, a lot. Yeah. Work with a planner. Don't work with a for, on, for a retirement plan. Don't work with a stockbroker or just somebody that's doing investments. Work with a planner. I hear the music, so it's time for us to ease out of here. Uh, appreciate you letting us talk with you today and, and enjoyed spending some time with you. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. This is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and perspectives for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.